The Bill Alexander Show is brought to you by Alexander Art. Create beautiful oil paintings faster and easier than you ever thought possible, even if you've never picked up a paintbrush in your life. Alexander Art. You can paint, we promise. AlexanderArt.com. Welcome to the show. I'm putting on magic white over my white canvas with a little uh, drawing on it. The white is very thinly placed, just a fingerprint, and that will make it so all the colors will swim together. We're going to have a fun time as we do wood interiors number two. And you know an artist that I really admire, George Innes. Let me show you a picture of him. This is George Innes, and it was painted by his son, George Innes Jr. Now, after I read the life story of this great man and saw his paintings, then I went out and got me some George Innes glasses. Isn't that great? Now I can be him. You know, my wife says that she has three great friends. One is her mother, and I'm the other two. Isn't that neat? Okay, let's go ahead and put some color on. I, I need to show you some color, don't I? This will go in the middle of the painting for the light areas of my foliage. Four parts white, two parts yellow ochre, and one part sap green. Mix thoroughly and put in the oven. It almost sounds like that, doesn't it? But there we go. It's four white, two yellow ochre, and one sap green. And then I'm going to take, let's go to the one inch brush. This is what I was putting the magic white on with. And this way we can really scrub it. Ugh! Isn't that great? Look at that scrub. We put this through the middle part like that. Let's take and just put a little bit up around certain places too. Certain places where I know where the lights are. You saw that from the original painting, so you know where they are as well. Just push that on, clean the brush a little bit. You know what, you can do it kind of casual-like. Even if you accidentally get on the shirt, it almost matches. Next color will match even more so. And this is equal parts of sap green and cadmium yellow. See, when we say yellow, we need to be sure we're talking about either cadmium yellow or yellow ochre or even Indian yellow, but this happens to be cadmium yellow. And this is going to go the other places on the canvas. And this will go sort of in between, so the yellow looks a little lighter. This will be the darks of the painting at this moment. We have even a darker dark that will go on. Isn't this a great easel? As hard as I'm pushing, it's standing right there. That's the way to go. I like to stand up and really get back, and you can come up and bang against it. Now, there are times where I'll sit down and just, you know, just really get into another world too. So you can do both ways, whoever you want to be. Be yourself, be George Innes, or be Buck Paulson. Now the thing is, in studying great men, and I really advise you to do this, study, and great women too, study great artists, learn about them, and then be yourself, but use some techniques that might help you to grow, or your paintings to grow. Okay, let's blend this gently. Push this around. I can still see my drawing through the canvas. <laughs> Excuse me, not through the canvas, through the paint. Let's take a brush uh, that uh, will give us some of the color for the trees. This is three umber and one black. And we'll come up and we'll put this on right along there, down on the left side, because the light is coming from the right. You don't see a lot of it, but it's coming from the right. Do you know this is an actual scene? I took a painting of this up at Silver Falls, Oregon. And it's just a beautiful area, both for the foliage, because you, you can go into the wood interiors. I mean, that place there 
you could go in there and you could meditate. I mean, you could go, you could go and propose to somebody in there and they, they'd have to say yes, wouldn't they? Otherwise, you'd say, find your own way out. <laughs> okay, that was uh, nice, wasn't it? Okay, now what I'm doing here is putting this on and then I'll leave a little bit of space on the right side because that's where I'll put the highlight, highlights. And we'll put this across over in there and we'll come down like this. This, we're just getting such a nice start on this. And once you have these on, then you'll go ahead and do some blending too. And that, that helps. Uh, another, this is a large tree over here. Now, when I took a photograph of this area, what I had in mind was, I saw that large tree and it was important, and I moved the camera around till the camera framed the scene. And that's what I suggest that you do. Use your camera as the frame. You know, many uh, artists in the olden days, uh, that's <laughs> one of the olden days, to my daughter, they're in the 1970s. But anyway, what they would do, they would paint a painting oversize, and I'm talking about the old timers in the 1800s. Paint oversize, move a frame around, and where it felt good, then they'd say they'd crop it, cut the canvas so it fit the frame. So they would move it around for what reason? For mood. So it felt right. And I'm saying do the same thing with a camera. Move it around till it feels right, just a little bit. Okay, now this, this will give us a good base there. I'll take and blend that with a bunny brush. Come out strong, blend. Ooh, I love that, what that does. It looks a little strange on that tree when I haven't put the lights on, but I'll, I'll delay putting them on. The uh, edge of that tree is probably over another half inch, same way here, but we'll overblend. And then what I want to do is take some darks uh, for foliage. This is two umber and one thalo green. Boy, is that some dark darks. And this will give us our dark. I'll just run down there quickly each time, the same color with a bunny brush. Notice how you're pushing that on and it builds towards the action of dark against light. Put this on and we'll put this around several places. I'm going to really push this around and then we'll come back and start putting some detail in it. So it'll take a little while to do this. I'll be doing this um, during the break. I won't do any more of that right now. I think I'll go ahead and put just a little light on so you can see that. This is five yellow ochre, one red, and one umber. That's kind of a nice brickish color. And we'll put this on as our intermediate color, just like that. And we'll go ahead and blend this over a little bit. I won't try to put the highlights on yet because we may have to have this uh, tree blended and we don't want all the lights on before we blend. We're ready to go back into the interior of the woods. We're already there, aren't we? We have a little blending's been done and uh, this, of course, softens things, but it also makes it where you may have to go back and strengthen the trunks and branches just a little bit. But that's fine because now we can selectively do it as uh, when you first put them on, they're all about the same value and intensity. Let's take a, a round brush and we'll come with some of the, uh, let's take, we got a little magic clear and put that on with the umber and the black. Now watch this because this will be, uh, you know, I say watch this, you're watching all of it, aren't you? Okay, we put that on, just to accentuate here and there. Strength. And notice how much you uh, kind of flare out at the lower edge of the tree. So it feels like it's uh, really tied into the ground. That's, that's the word. 
Okay, we'll put a little bit up here. And of course, some foliage will come across the trunks and the, and the branches. When you put this on, it's almost like a skeleton, but you uh, will want to dis, uh, have some of the branches recede because the uh, foliage is over them. Let's go ahead and put some of that on now. And what I'm going to take is the same color that we used earlier, and that's this very light color. Well, I, I used that up above, but I didn't use it down below. Excuse me, I used it down below, I didn't use it up above. So this is the four yellow, and um, let's, let's back up on that. I think I, I covered up the instructions there. Four white, two cadmium yellow, and one sap green. And then I'm taking some of this equal sap green and yellow. Can you remember all that? I don't know if I can remember all that. And I'll bounce this on with the corner of the fan brush. See, when you bounce it on, it almost gives you the character that you want right now. It does give you some texture. And the other nice thing about it as we do it, as we're doing it, is that we're doing it. No, that we're uh, kind of putting on almost the character of leaves at the same time. Isn't that neat? So we'll, we'll do it this way. And if it does what we want, then we have to do less when we come with uh, putting character on. Boy, I'll tell you, all this double speak. I wonder what, uh, what's happening. Now, as I did say, we come across the branches a little bit, and that just happened there. See how you no longer see the branch run through there. You get a feeling that it's in the right position, but it's very definitely having foliage on both sides of the tree. And that's, you know, that's often a mistake where people will just put the foliage on, and then they come running with the branches, and, and you think, gee, it looks like a skeleton there. Let's have some of this down below. This is all to be blended. You just sort of dab it in and you don't say, well, is that right? Is that just the right stroke? Place it on there. Put it on with gusto. And then you'll see what you have to do as far, as far as refinement. Okay, let's go ahead with a little bit of refinement. Now the brush that I use, this is the one that I've just been blending across with, the hick brush, the bunny brush. And of course you pick up a little color as you do it, but that's, that's all right. You're in the green family anyway. And of course, George Ennis, he had such enthusiasm. He had no problem with mixing together and going over this. He would pick up a painting and he thought, oh, that's a nice landscape. But how would it look with a wave coming in there? And all of a sudden, he had a seascape. And he did this once. He had sold a painting to a fellow. And then the next day, the fellow came to the exhibition to see his beautiful landscape. And all he saw was a seascape. And he says, Mr. Ennis, Where's my landscape? I, I love the seascape. I wish I'd seen it first. And he says, well, that is your seascape. You see, I just hadn't finished it yet. Boy, what enthusiasm he had. What a great man. Okay, now we'll go with some highlights. Highlights on the tree. This is yellow ochre and white. Watch this with the knife action. See how you fill that in, up? And we put this right along here. Now notice, although I start there, I'm uh, emphasizing the lower part and then watch where I turn, wham, isn't that great? That's a little too great, right there. And we can take and just tap blend, which will help us get some of the bark of the tree. So you get the character in two ways. You get the light and you get some of the bark look as you do that right now. We'll do a little bit on the front one and it has um, just a little bit of paint put on. We don't put much of this on because we don't want both trees to be equal. So this is the man over here. See, that lady is really decked out, isn't she? You bet. Okay, we have that on. Now I'm going to come back with um, just a little bit of the uh, detail work. So I'll take some, let's see, what should we take? Let's, let's take some salo green and white. 
and this has uh, the magic clear in it, will come up and we'll put just a little touch here and there. Now I have a pretty good chunk of paint on, so I'm lightly touching it. See that gives a little coolness that goes along with the rest of the, the uh, colors that are there. And so much of this really gives uh, the character and the feeling of leaves. They just dance. You don't necessarily tack into anything, although you have a kind of a feeling of a bow there. Uh, you can have a bow here. I think I'll go ahead and bow for you. There's a bow here and a bow there, okay? We'll take a little bit more over in here. Good gosh, this is great. Be my, only, my own standing ovation in a minute. Uh, let's, let's go ahead and emphasize this area. This is such an important area. We'll put a little bit of yellow ochre and white on. This is with a fan brush. Now watch what we're doing. This is going to be the same color we had up in the trees, but now it goes down in here. And I'm going to do one more thing that you think, my gosh, is that, are you sure you want to do that? Yes, the same brush, go down to the magic white. Who missed the palette, didn't we? Magic white. Watch this. I, I don't know why I keep saying watch this. Okay, we're putting this on. And then once we have that on, now I want to come with the impact. The impact, the dark color. This is the three umber, is it, and one thalo green. <clears throat> and here gives character from the near brush against that light area, the near brush. That that's kind of rhymes with bush. Near brush, right there. See that impact? Isn't that a beautiful thing right there? Now I'll put some more of this around and I'll be doing a little bit of character over in here too. Notice the fan brush. Dance, 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 dance. Not just one stroke. You really make that move. We're still in the wood interiors and we're going to go ahead and put a few subtle touches in. We have some to do on the uh, foreground. I'll take uh, and do a little bit just uh, with the darks. This is the three parts burnt umbra and one thalo green. This will give me a little character right at the edge as a, the darks meet the light. See, all of these will give character, but they do not compete with that, the show. Okay, we do uh, have the old uh, feeling of, you know, if you have an object, it casts a shadow. So I don't see any shadows up there. So we better take a little bit of the dark foliage again. And surprisingly enough, you won't see a shadow there. It's probably over on the side, but this one has it. And you come down a little bit below, so you're going to have a light above it and below it both. And as you push this on, of course, the difference between a shadow on foliage and a shadow on a table, you, you allow for the fact that there's foliage around there. So you always have in mind what is a shadow being cast upon and uh, the length of it and the, the direction and so on. Okay, now what will help in this area as well is a little bit of highlights. Let's take the same first color that we used. You had some, such a tough time explaining what this color was last time, I almost hesitate doing it again. But this is the first golden color that we put on, which went in here. Now this will go as the little edging that goes from the middle ground up a little bit into the uh, dark background. Stands out away from it as a contrast. So this gives some nearness by a little more detail. But you know what is nice there too? It's always a case of, can I have vitality by adding extra colors? So we're coming back with the thalo green and white, and I'm choosing to brush mix it. I'm using the uh, thalo green and white fan brush. Okay, this will go, look at the color. Isn't that pretty as it's on there? 
and you go ahead and put that on right in there, come over in here, and then we'll come behind the tree. This is all just to get a little quality of color. Quality of color, now when you say quality, you're not saying whether it's good or bad, but it's just how it relates with the color that it's near. And it's very subtle and it enhances what it's near. Okay, now we'll leave that and let's go over to the uh, tree ease. There was an S on the end of that. This again will help the colors that are there. So we take some blue and alizarin, equal parts into white. Ooh, I love that. And then this will come up and be, I, I like to show you the color before it goes on. I, I think that's so attractive, just in pure richness. Okay, this is a reflected light. Just subtly felt on the side of the tree. Boy, that, I love that uh, little harmony. And you're going to find other uses for this uh, color too in just a minute. Let's put some on this side. But you know what? On this side, because that's the lady and she's decked out a little bit more, let's come down and take some of the uh, permanent red and white. And this will give us a little stronger uh, color right in there. Oh, blush. Isn't that gorgeous? Okay, up in here. And we can do this for several of the branches. You know, we put some of that golden tone on the other side, but this, this is nice too. This is just a little fresher. And as I was talking about the blue tone that we're going to put at other places, let's go ahead and do that. We'll take the fan brush, clean it, and rather than use the alizarin blue and white, let's choose to go a little bit more with phthalo blue and white. See, we just mix it right like that. We'll use the corner of the fan brush, and we'll come over, where should we go? Let's go right in here. See, this is such a harmonious color with the blues. Oh, I mean with the greens, you're the blue. Okay, we can come around and dance this around a few places, just a little bit like that. We're going to still need to put just a little more of an impact in a couple areas of the leaves. So let's do that. Let's take, um, let's take, this is ochre and white, and we'll lighten our light green color just a little bit more. See, it's very much yellow, ochre, and white, but a touch of green. Okay, this goes right where? Right there. See, that, that's kind of the, uh, well, I guess it's almost like Michelangelo's, the creation of man. So this is reaching across and saying, hello, will you join me? Well, right now this person's hand is over in this way, so they can't quite join you yet. But we do have that as a, as a bond between the two. This hand has been offered, or this branch, whatever you want to say. Let's put just a few leaves of uh, lighter value down in here. And let's take and go right up into there. Ooh, I love what that fan brush does. When you, I, like, I say dance it. You just dance it along. And then if you want to have just a little bit of variety of, uh, of sizes and shapes of those leaves, we could take a little bit of the Magic Clear and put it on. Okay, same color. This is yellow and white with a touch of green. But now we're doing just kind of a dot, dot. Just like dot. A little bit over on this side and a little bit down there. Not much though, not much. We, we can go a little more here because that's uh, helping lead right up to the uh, important areas. What about uh, over in here? See, we have, we have two trunks that are about the same, so we're going to change that a little bit. We'll take some of our sap green and yellow and we'll come up. I hope I didn't run too fast for you to see me fill that up. This is cutting across that tree a little bit and you have some of that going to the background and 
That looks pretty good. See, we sort of broke that slightly. I'm going to take one more thing, and let's take some almost white, yellow ochre and almost white, and this is just an impact right along here. That's kind of the trim, the border. Isn't that neat? Do we want any on this side? Oh yes, he needs just a little bit. Why am I whispering to you? I guess it's so quiet, I do not want to disturb the scene. Oh, that, that is really coming along well now. Let's take the bunny brush and just sort of feather. And remember what I've said before, you go as lightly as you can as far as the touch. And then if it needs more than that, then you go ahead and do it. I'm going to put a few final touches on this painting and then we'll take a little walk away from wood interiors. This is a little bit of gold we put up on the top. So you feel like the light's coming from there. And you know there was once an artist. Let me go ahead and put some lights on down the lower uh, area as I'm telling you about this artist. But there was an artist, and I don't remember his last name. Uh, Leighton was his first name. And they said to him, can you paint a painting, and they were talking about landscape painting, without showing the sky? I guess that was supposed to be quite a challenge. So he went ahead and uh, he painted one. I think he put a little water in so it reflected the sky. But do you realize what we've done? We've painted a landscape painting, showing a beautiful interior, and you have no sky showing. But that's, uh, that's what we want, because we want you to feel like you're walking back this way rather than seeing through and seeing the distance. So you can do just about anything you want in nature. You can twist it around and, and make use of it. You're the artist, you're the creator, and you, you go ahead and do what you want, as they say, right? Okay, I think we have just about what we want on this. Um, we might put just a little touch of white over on the side. And when I say that, this guy has all the white. Let's put just a little more of a path so it gives a little jewel effect. And this, this uh, lady here, she'll know where to follow. I think she's actually leading the way, so she's showing a path where she's been. And wherever she's been, it's been very light. She's brightened the path wherever she's been. And you know, I'll tell you, you really brightened my path by being here today. I want to uh, make one quote from the good book. He that walketh with wise men shall be wise. I kind of like George Ennis. I hope you've liked him too. Let's go ahead and put some more touches on here. Where'd the canvas go? Isn't it nice? I got something sturdy to hang on to so we can find it over here. Okay, thanks for being there. All right, this, this is what we're doing as final strokes, just daubing on and saying that the trip through the woods has been very pleasant. Want more beautiful oil paintings? Bill's Paint and all your art supply needs are only a click away at alexanderart.com. Just click on the online store link. You can paint, we promise, alexanderart.com.